0: It'll be a three-man rush, eight in coverage, three in the end zone. Dalton heaves it down the right side toward the end zone. It is knocked up in the air. A.J. Green makes the catch. Oh, 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 man. A deflected ball winds up in the hands of A.J.
1: Green. The clock hits zero. A
2: finish to 23-year-old Tony Pike waits for the snap the football. Short drop. Lobs down the sideline for
1: Bins. He's got it! Touchdown! 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 And a
3: high fly ball
2: shirt on and uh, last i checked i did yes why now a steal by gary clark and a breakaway to the rim ah! for a thunderous tomahawk jam
3: Get you one big fella and a strike for Bertoni, and the magical moment
1: belongs to leonardo Bertoni. he opens the FC cincinnati account with a goal in the 14th minute Hit. double dip from the ice cream cone all right so while ed's gone apparently i am running the show here um so we're gonna do we're gonna combine two questions um because they kind of are the same thing so top three reds finish with your all-time favorite red and why
4: top three reds
1: top three reds all-time favorite and why at the end uh
4: All right, I'll go. Um, Number one, all-time favorite red, Sean Casey.
1: Um,
4: Already
2: have done this wrong. Okay. (laughs) You were supposed to. You were supposed to end with your all-time favorite. Literally said that in the instructions.
4: Oh, gotcha. Number three. Um, I don't have. I don't have it. Number two. Imagine that. Todd Frazier. No, number three. Jay Bruce. No, let's change that up again. Sorry. Number three, Todd Frazier. Number two, Jay Bruce. Welcome to the show, (laughs) Ed. Thank you. And number one. one, I wrote the question, too. And number one. Both of them. Yeah, Sean Casey.
3: Why? Here's why.
4: Uh, Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I went to a game. Um, and you guys remember how maybe they still do this they bring like the little league players out on the field or like the little kids out on the field and they go stand in the positions and then the players come out to their positions and then they'll like sign a ball for them and then send them send them off to their parents all the parents all the players are towering above these little kids Sean Casey's over at first base with this little kid probably five years old or something like that and he gets down like on his knees is like signing the ball for him talking to him having a whole conversation where all the other players are just like here's your ball see ya go play and he's like having a whole conversation with him and just like gets down to his level and that just made me a huge sean casey fan right there because i'm a softy
3: sean casey i mean that that's a great choice i mean i feel like you could easily talk him into my top three um the three I had thought of, um, kind of cliche. What 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 is this? Is that a Matt Latos bat? No, it's a Sean Casey autograph bat. Uh, okay. Well, secretly <laughs> traded for a Matt Latos bat <laughs> in your pants.
4: I could. Uh,
3: my top three, three Jay Bruce. Um, it was just, he was like, I was like that age where I was like really into it, and like when he was coming up through the system and everything, it's just like one of those deals. Two johnny bench and my favorite barry larkin why um i don't think i even have to explain why for any of those people really i mean they speak for themselves uh barry larkin was i remember him when i was really young um and it was just like you know he's just a legend i mean like let the stats speak for themselves
4: he could have just stayed a little bit more healthy man i mean I feel like I did a horrible job on mine now.
0: Oh no, worry, you did, you, you did. You, okay, thanks. One, you messed it up
1: from the jump. You did. Yes. Cheers. <laughs>
0: um, I, I'll I'll go next. Um, but I I'm I'm, I think gonna do better than Ed. But I also am not gonna follow the rules. Okay. Doesn't take much. <laughs> so, um, I you you were asking for top three. I'm gonna give you top six, just because I kind of got the three, and I'm like, Ooh. but these other guys were also there. So number six, um, Jay Bruce, Okay. Jay Bruce, um, clay, kind of like you're talking about just that this, this most recent iteration of of the successful reds. Um, for me, Jay Bruce was a a lot of, of that. And I know he wasn't everything that he was supposed to be coming up and and all that, but you look back on it, he was a damn good player. Um, Number five, um, Chris, Rexbacks Sabo. Sabo. So I'm obviously again a, a little older than than some. So um, he was uh, part of that '90s uh, World Series World Series Championship team, and he was just so cool with his Rexbacks. Um, you know, playing third he was just he was a fighter, man. He he was not going to give an inch, and so I, I I really dug that. It's me, Spuds um, McKenzie. <laughs> yeah. number four um eric the red um yes. he's got to be he's got to be in there somewhere uh he was incredible so i mean he's another guy you talk about what if you know without the injuries Without the astroturf yeah damn astroturf um so then number three falling in line with what you guys were asking for my man jose rio so i wanted to be jose rio um when i when i was a kid uh, when I was a kid, uh, my dad didn't know I wasn't going to be six one like he is. And I was instead going to be five eight like I am, and that's being generous. Um, so he he thought maybe I had a sports future uh, ahead of me. So I mean, he was you know showing me all these guys like you know throw the ball like you know like like Jose Rio, um, showing me all these like um, these these. Um, Instead, you throw the ball like a shot, put. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It really turned out really bad. Um, so it is what it is. Um, it, th- this is who I am. So then number two, though, Brenna Phillips. B. Phil, um, oh, I'm such a huge fan of the way he played the game. He's
1: a huge fan of your wife.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's also a bit of a problem. A he, almo- he honestly almost got knocked down a couple of notches because my wife, definitely had a thing for him. May still have a thing for him, but he's not around now.
1: It's the (sighs) Greybeards.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, but B-Phil, man, just the way he approached the game, played it, um, he was slick, dude. Yeah, so... I think um, we need to elaborate
1: a little bit more on that story about how he actually... That's the next question.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Okay, all right. So... Thanks, Aaron. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, so m- my wife and I were we were pretty early in our, our dating life, so I, I, you know, he he never said a chance. By the way, like I was gonna win. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, <weird>.
4: sure, Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: but she thought it would be so funny to um, what's what's the ter- I'm, I'm going to sound really old. Um, slide into his dms right <laughs> uh, <laughs> on on Twitter so she does and like he engaged and but his what he said was and I, I'm guessing like you know with her with her photos that she had posted and with her being a teacher and all that stuff his response was you're not about that life um something about little debbies and I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> like, okay, all right so so that was the 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 moment that was what he
1: called all of his women were yeah, little that demies.
0: was yeah yeah, yeah yeah, so that was the moment where I really triumphed over b Phil, and for that reason he's really been able to stay high on my my lifelong <laughs> ranking favorite reds, otherwise he'd be dead to me completely <laughs> <laughs> so that was the story but um number one red Barry Larkin um. So, I, I wanted to throw the ball like like Jose, but I wanted to do everything like like Barry. Um, he we were we were from Cincinnati, um, obviously. Just you didn't know when you were watching him in 1990 on well, that team that he was going to be a Hall of Famer, yeah. and which is which so, so like that also brings me to like Joey Vada, But like, it's so cool when you reach a point where you're like. This player is like one of the greatest of all time. And you don't know that in the yep. beginning. You don't know that sometimes in the middle it's just, you know, because of the way baseball works. So but just watching Barry Larkin uh, wanting to, to play shortstop again wasn't gonna happen, wasn't in the cards for me. Um that but Barry Larkin by far favorite favorite red.
4: Yeah, I did a horrible job on my list. Worst.
0: Yeah. Yes. The worst
3: you, you should have started off with Matt Latos as your number. One, um.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Go ahead, Joe. All
2: right. Um, so <laughs> Jay Bruce at number three. Um, my, my wife is infatuated with him, probably still is, much like you know, Brandon Phillips. Uh, but she, Did she slide in his DMs though? She did not slide into his DMs. Um, <laughs> you win. <yeah>. So, <laughs> you win. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, I think what he did here, you know, it speaks for itself. I mean, he always played sure. hard. Number two is probably a, a little bit different than, but Ryan Friel.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hustle. Uh, the
2: dude he had when you talk about people who like have zero care for their body and just want to do whatever it takes that guy um, so so ryan for real number two and then i mean i'm the same as clay and ron there barry larkin is number one on my list um i i wore number 11 throughout my entire life uh you know playing baseball uh wanting wanting to do everything that barry larkin did is is how i grew up and when i played shortstop and then i got moved over to third base but is what it is i flip <laughs> I, I would when i would catch the ball when i would get it like a ground ball i would flip the ball from my glove to my bare hand and throw it instead of taking the ball out of the glove right and it drove every one of my coaches nuts, and they'd be like, "Why do you do that?" Well, when I go home and I watch the Reds play, Barry Larkin flips the ball from his glove to his bare hand all in one motion, and it's a thing of beauty. And when I do it, it is too. So I'm going to keep doing it. And then I think when I got to like, uh, it's probably seventh or eighth grade, my coach told me,
0: <laughs> my, my
2: coach told me that if I ever did it again. <laughs> that I could sit on the bench and flip balls into my hand. <laughs> and so, I, to, to be true, though, I never had an error doing it. Um, but he, he told me that if I uh, continued to do it, that I could continue to do it while sitting on the bench. Um, so I, I, I stopped stopped flipping the ball. Um, but, awesome. yeah, Barry Larkin, I mean, it's just... What else can you say? Really honorable awesome. mention, though, Puig. I wish they would go get him and bring him back. I'm still not upset that they do. I know it probably doesn't fit in very well with what they got going on. You know, he'd probably end up getting in a fight with Pedro Strope and, you know, we end up with no pitcher and it would have to get rid of him. But <laughs> it's,
4: fine. it's April 15th. We can still go for
1: him. Well, he's still available. Exactly. Um, so, in order, my, my number three is Joey Votto. Um, I can't believe nobody actually mentioned him. He is a disciplinarian at the plate. Um, He is, honestly, in our lifetimes, throughout all of our collective lifetimes, arguably the best player who's been here. Um, Just in everything that he does and trying to gear up for the season, everything he does at the plate, everything he does and trying to change his position in holding the bat. Like, I don't know that there is a better player that we have ever had In this Reds organization, to be completely honest, um, as far as how much work he does getting to be who he is at the plate. Um, I don't know. He's everything you would ever want in somebody who you're paying $300 million to, to be completely honest. Um, But, yeah, he's been somebody to just show Cincinnati what baseball is. I don't know. You can't ask for more from somebody um outside of talking to the media but even then like he gives you glimpses when he does things like oh i don't know the donation of a donkey or him wearing him wearing a uh, a mounty outfit outfit, or just messing with fans or or having gym day with gym day i don't like gym day but that's fine i Um, I know i know i know i know i know know, wait
4: wait.
0: it's been a long time thing i don't i've been trying to talk him out of it for years a decade.
4: I feel like it's easily yes. the guy I could probably get on the show, but I can't because Aaron.
3: Why don't you like Jim Day?
1: Everything about Jim Day. Now I'm, I'm,
3: I'm kind Day. of I'm in a way with Aaron here. I used to oh, hate. I used to think you. <laughs> I, I just thought he was a douche. <laughs> <laughs> My since man. I, since I started, oh Aaron, don't get too excited. Since I started to listen to his podcast, I have. Kind of leveled out. I'm not ready to say I like him, but I'm. Not, I definitely don't dislike him anymore. He is good at what he does, but there is there is somebody who we follow on Twitter, Ed. Who uh, I don't know if you know who Callie
1: is, um, but in any Sports case, there's somebody Gallery. we follow on Twitter. She works at a uh, card shop, Sports Gallery, Shout and out. she said that he slides into girls' DMs all the time.
4: So, anyway, that's um, uh, the same so person number... that Matt Latos tried to hit on. There's that. Yep. Weird. Kim Day? No, no. The, uh, Callie. She, uh, she works the at the Sports said, Gallery over there in uh, Fairfield. Oh, friends with, Forest Park. friends with Friends of Dallas. <laughs> anyway,
1: um, number two would be one that no one else has mentioned either uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Um,
4: uh-huh. We didn't have his greatest here, years.
1: Well, you can't talk because you had a terrible top okay, three. Fine. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. Like, I was so excited when we brought him here. I was so excited before he was even here. Um, I was so excited about the fact that his dad played here after, like, realizing who his dad was after I already knew who Ken Griffey Jr. was. Like, I didn't know who Ken Griffey Sr. was before I actually knew who Ken Griffey Jr. was. That's the age bracket I'm in. Um, So much, in fact, that I remember there was a high school basketball game at Whitney Woods where I found out that why, why? Ken Griffey Sr. would be there, and Ken Griffey, Sr. Ken Griffey Sr. signed my Little League glove, but I was only excited that he was Ken Griffey Jr.'s dad, um, yeah. not knowing like the history of the big red machine and all that, Like it was just the fact that he was Ken Griffey Jr.'s dad, and I'm here, and I'm meeting him, and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Griffey Virginia, like when he was here and when he got the five hundred, like I remember he was at four ninety nine, and I bought a ticket and left work to go to the game to hope that he would hit five hundred here. Instead, he goes and hits it in effing Miami. Whatever, that's fine. Um, but no, kangaroo Virginia being here, like, and obviously he got hamstrung—no pun intended—by everything with all the injuries and everything. Um, we missed his glory years but it was great to have him here and it just brought a resurgence again to the fan base the Reds always know what what moves to make when the fan base is moving away from the Reds they will never let this fan base leave the Reds and you know obviously we've seen that same resurgence here this year but um, Ken Griffith Jr. would be my number two and number one like everybody else I don't even have to get into it Barry Larkin plain and simple
4: I met Barry Larkin
1: me too
4: so speaking of you meeting
1: Barry Larkin, Ed, because I think everybody already went with everybody's answered yes? Yes. All right, cool. Um, last question I have anyway, but unless anybody has anything else, um, have you ever had a chance to meet a Red and do you have a good story on that meeting?
4: So I have – I thought of a second one while we were sitting here talking, but Aaron, you probably no, – I'm going there. last. It's so good. Is it? Is it prom? No. Okay, so prom night—it was your prom, right? Two thousand
1: two. Me and Michelle. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you had you had gotten us a table at Montgomery Inn uh, down on the river, and we got there, and the um, hostess is like, "We're sorry, uh, your table's not ready." And Aaron's like getting ready to flip. He's like, "Oh, we we reserved this months ago." Blah 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 blah. And they're like, well, yep. we're sorry. Adam Dunn decided to come in after the game, and he wanted your table because it had a great view of the river, and so we gave it to Adam Dunn so you guys can wait. And we're like, fine, we'll wait. It's Adam Dunn. So we're sitting around Big waiting, donkey. and we're looking at the cigars over by the register, and all of a sudden our friend Adam, I can't think of his last name right now, field commander Foster. for marching van? Foster. Foster. Adam Foster's like, hey, Adam, what's up, man? How you doing? And I turn around and it's uh, his voice sounded like that it, exactly. Like it. Uh, turns around mm-hmm. and Adam Dunn is walking out of the bathroom, um, and he starts shaking all our hands. And his hand was soaking wet. I hope he washed his hands. Um, <laughs> but like I offered to buy him a cigar, I was like, "Hey Adam, uh, you want to buy? You want a cigar, man? I'm getting like, ready to buy a cigar." He's like, "No, man, I can't smoke. I play sports." I was like, oh, "Touche." All right, fine. Um, and then he continued to take our table for like another thirty minutes after that. Um, That's the one time I met a Reds fan, or a Reds player in public.
3: Yeah, I I was pretty lucky. When I was younger, um, my best friend's dad owned the Louisville Bats, so we would do batting practice with the Bats players, me and him, and Shag Balls at least once a week. How are we just finding that out,
2: Clay? Um, I I thought I'd mentioned it before, but – Not Ever. I had met. In, Look like, on Aaron's face. With, like, <laughs> I don't know if he – it's a good thing this is being recorded so that everyone can go back and you can <laughs> zoom in on Aaron's face when he's like, oh, yeah, my best friend's dad was like, you know. <laughs> Aaron
4: was but, like
3: – So I had done batting practice once a week, once every couple weeks with, I mean, Bruce Votto, Josh Hamilton um, – all the guys who on <laughs> rehab. I mean, all the pitchers. I mean, I met. And I actually like knew Ryan Handigan pretty well. Corky Miller. I have all kinds of stories about all of that. I saw Chad Moeller get traded literally while he was in batting practice. They just called him into the dugout, and next thing you know, he's gone.
1: We took him one pick ahead of Derek Jeter, by the way.
3: Oof. And uh, <laughs> but some good stories. I uh, was in the outfield. Shagging fly balls, and I robbed a home run from Chris Heisey, and all the players nice. gave him shit. So
4: nice. Okay.
3: That was probably. Then Corky Miller would just sit at second base with a fungo and just fuck around. Never did anything. <laughs> never really did batting practice. Would try to take grounders at short and turn two with like Daniel Ray, <laughs> Herrera, like five foot five, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, seeing Josh Hamilton hit batting practice and was incredible nice guy, obviously he's had a ton of issues, I'm not going to get into all of that, but it was cool to meet him um, and, you know, just all the, Edwin Encarnacion, I have a couple baseball bats, stuff like that um, tons of autographs just from all that, but um, I don't have a Matt Blatos autograph so <laughs> I
0: have two I
4: have two if you want one, it's a but- picture
3: no, I, I, I am actually okay, but my I, I'd say probably the nicest guy I ever met was Ryan Hannigan, and I also think he's one of the most underrated Reds. He would have been on my top five. Um, just so incredibly smart, baseball smart, and just um, just talking to him and the way he like depicted the game, and he was laser-focused all the time, even in batting practice, trying to get better, and he wasn't really somebody who – was a big prospect or anything. He came in had some great years. He put together a really long career. People forget because he bounced around yeah. somebody. He was playing just a couple years ago. and um, Just a really good player for the Reds, too. He, he had a couple of big seasons, great defensive catcher put together. Um, I don't know if Jeff can tell us from his computer, but Ryan Hanigan, I think he hit close to 300 one year with the Reds. I think you're right,
2: actually. Um... Yeah, 2007 he hit 300. 2010 he hit 300.
3: Yeah, so he was really underrated. Like a lot of people forget. Like, imagine if we had it was that, the mullet? If we had that type of production right now from catcher, I mean, it would be great. But yeah, he's underrated. and Just a phenomenal guy.
2: Talk about hmm. Tucker like that. Eleven, eleven, eleven year, eleven years he played. Hmm. I mean, that's and he, he didn't. An open? Mean, especially he for didn't, catcher. He didn't de- He he finished with uh, Colorado. Colorado, he, yeah. He didn't. He didn't debut until he was twenty six. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I guess that I guess that year doesn't count for batting three hundred because he only played five games, but he, he batted. <laughs> Hey, if
3: those were the only five games <laughs> in his entire career, he'd still tell everybody he was a 300 hitter, wouldn't he? Right? You that, that, I, that I would have, That would have thing. been
2: five more games than I've ever played. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, How I then, would it, take women
4: home from but the bar. In t-
2: 2010, he batted 300. And he played 70 games. So, like, there you go. I mean, he's a career 251.
4: 3.7 million, 2016. I'm I not he's the very best under, Very in the world, underrated. But he's
3: a damn good catcher. I mean, he's just solid, and everyone kind of forgets about him.
1: Yeah, Ron, yeah. you ever meet anybody?
0: Yeah, um, when I was really young, um, Brett Boone. I, I have. Boone. I, don't, I don't think I still have the glove, um, but he signed my glove. Um, I don't know if he was on steroids at that point or not. Um, Brett Boone Did he get mad at you. And, what's that? Did he get
4: that was out Aaron. You? That was Aaron
0: Boone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, that, that's. Are you thinking about Aaron Boone and the Savages, uh, Brett Boone? No, I'm just saying. No,
1: just saying. If you're on, if you're on steroids, don't think yeah.
3: you're yeah, yeah, no.
0: he, he was very nice, um, nice enough to sign my glove. Um, I mean, that talk about Brett Boone. I mean, a, a really good offensive second baseman. So. Um, yeah, so was, that was pretty exciting, and then I did meet Barry um, at the All Star Fest. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, yeah. So um, I have a picture of him and and, and I somewhere. Um, so I didn't. I'm not usually the kind of person who's going to go through a line to meet a person, right? But then we're walking. My wife and I are walking around um, the, the the festivities and everything, and she's like. I'm like, oh, there's Barry Larkin. She's like, you should get in line. I'm like, not really my thing. I didn't come for that purpose, You know, all that stuff. I don't have a ball to sign. She's like, he's your favorite baseball player of all time. You're getting in the line. So got in the line, met Barry Larkin. Um, It was really awesome. I I, I mean, of my favorite memories of Barry Larkin, that certainly wouldn't be one of them because I just met him while he was standing there. That doesn't really do much for me, but I mean – Cool, I met my favorite player. I also met Tony Gwynn. I have a signed um, Tony Gwynn baseball. I know he's not a red. Rest in peace. Still fine. Um, But I thought that was pretty cool, too. I I met him at a Walmart. Is he dead? Or did you just kill him? No, Tony Gwynn's been dead. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Fact-checking. I have no idea. I don't even know which way to react. I literally have no idea.
2: Did you just kill Tony Gwynn?
0: Oh, my gosh. No, he's dead. Okay. Is, is anyone 2014,
2: else? 2014. June 16th, 2014. Yes. RIP
0: Tony Gwynn. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I I thought, thought, my gosh, I,
2: guys.
1: I thought, I thought Ron just killed him.
2: Goodness. Oh, oh man.
0: Wow. I
1: feel less bad that Clay didn't know. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I understand that. R.I.P. Anyway. All right. Um, Jeff,
2: you got anybody? Did you already go? I don't remember. Um, Jeff, didn't go. I mean, I, I, I've, had, I've had the the uh, fortune. Have you pulled people. anybody over?
0: <laughs> Ooh, good question.
2: No, I haven't. No, uh, no. Be yet. better. Jeff, are you a cop?
4: Yeah. For real? We yeah. talked about that at the beginning of the show.
3: I thought I, CPD? Thought I that, but I, I wasn't listening too close. So Jesus, I better watch out. You never know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Uh, so no, I haven't, I have pulled anybody over, like working, working some details and stuff. I've run into people like Billy, I mean, I run into Billy Hamilton, um, Can't wait. Can't wait.
1: Super,
2: super nice guy. Incredibly nice. I mean, anytime he would show up somewhere, first place he would go is right over to the policeman. Hey, how you doing? Thank, hey, you. Ma'am. Whatever. Thank you for
4: nice. service, man.
2: <laughs> All right, Ed. And then, uh. Alfredo Simon met him.
4: Oh, big pasta,
2: a, a big pasta. He had he had a Mercedes that was chrome. The entire thing was chrome.
4: Uh, sounds about right. Sounds about,
2: I mean it, it. It was. I mean it was pretty cool looking. um
4: Spay Creations did it.
2: heraldus Chapman. Met Have him. you seen him lately? Yeah, he's, he's jacked. jacked. It, I mean, Jesus, the, the dude's probably going to throw two hundred miles an hour the next time he gets on a mound,
0: <laughs> or he's not going to uh, be able to uh, move his arm.
2: If, yeah, if you can move Especially his arm. Especially
0: the Astros. He,
2: he was actually really nice uh, when I met him as well. The girl he was with at the time was not a nice person. She was very upset, but uh, <laughs> he was cool. Um, and then Michael Lorenzen, I met him. I was at a Chattanooga Lookouts game, and they were playing the Wahoos, and it was like three bucks to get in. My um, my brother-in-law lives in Chattanooga. And so we, we went to the game, and it was me and him and uh, my father-in-law we're sitting in the front row. Two things from that game, like so Jesse Winker was coming up through through uh through the system at the time and was tearing the cover off the ball. And then he's in the outfield, a ball gets hit to him, and it was like a noodle arm throwing it in. I mean, like the weakest arm ever I've ever seen from an outfielder. Um But Michael Lorenzen was got put in. I mean he I mean, he's a pitcher. We all know what he can do as at the plate. He gets put in as a pinch hitter in this game, and he's like, I mean, you know, we're maybe a little bit intoxicated sitting there, and we're talking to him like, "Hey, we're from Cincinnati, you know." Whatever. And comes back, and he's like, "Look, I'm just a pitcher. I don't know why they put me up here." And he proceeds to like rip a double, and uh, <laughs> you know, like, and, it, and his arm his arms are also like this big around, yeah. and you know, like well, yeah. Hulk Hogan,
1: seventeen inch
2: pythons, the the right. Um, he just he's, works he's, out. He, he's enormous. Um, so yeah, that, those are like some of the, the little ones I've met. Uh, Tony Perez used to come into my mom's work. She worked at a dentist's office and he would, uh, that's the dentist that he went to, uh, when I was growing up, he always come in and literally he would like, but like if we were there with my mom or whatever, like whatever we had with us, he would just sign it. Like I, I wouldn't, wouldn't ask him to sign anything. Just because it was like, it. but he would, you come over and like, uh, we just might have been very, very good to me. And like, <laughs> sign up. uh, nice guy, real nice guy. Cal Daniels met him. Uh, he was like dating one of the other hygienists or something at the dentist's office. He was... <laughs> I, uh, I actually, Aaron, before you go, I did want to eat. Jeff, you said
3: Chad, I, this is a great story. I totally forgot to tell you all this. Batman shows up in Louisville to pitch. It's like his first week in Louisville. I'm so uh, excited
1: for whatever you're about
3: to say, Clay. And I, I probably have all kinds of these stories. I just can't. I don't of. doubt that. Batman shows up in Louisville, right? He just signed his big contract. He has literally no idea how to speak English. He has no idea how to do anything. Like he he's just like, go to Louisville and pitch. Okay. So this delivery truck comes like late to the stadium. And they're like, Yeah, I have a delivery here for Chapman. And everyone's like, Well, like a roll to Chapman? Like, yes. Okay, well, we don't really know where, you know, this is just like the stadium worker, right? It's a, it's a Lamborghini. Jeez. Chapman orders a custom Lamborghini to the stadium. Him and his cousin come out to get in it. They don't know how to drive stick. Can't get it out of the parking lot. Just bought the car and doesn't even know how to drive <laughs> <stick>. <laughs>
1: That's the same Lamborghini that yeah, he was on the One One hundred seven. Didn't
2: I he get pulled start. over in that? Up in yeah. Uh, Dayton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Once he 100%. figured out, I guess, how to drive it. Yeah.
4: Well, mm-hmm. possibly I'm not. Assuming
2: so. I mean, oh my
4: gosh.
2: the, the just guy just, throws a baseball like you know, one hundred six miles an hour. I think as long,
4: as long
1: as you can get it out of first gear, you're good. Yeah. Well, that's true.
2: Well, he just—I
3: guess he couldn't even do that because him and his cousin fooled around with it for a little bit, then just. Ah, we're not going to do it just left it there overnight and i guess they figured it out the next day
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so my story is about billy hamilton and um one of the friends of the show brandon Kunkel. so (laughs) we are down in louisville at the bats game for uh Brandon's bachelor party and we are in right field where there are a bunch of picnic tables that you can reserve and you go and sit there and you can literally yell at anybody in the field and they will respond to you because they are in the minor leagues and they don't give a shit. They literally are just like, What's up? so billy hamilton is up and coming at this point and uh, every time he us the ball in center field we're like billy billy so uh, at some point he comes over to us and he's like hey guys what do you guys keep yelling at me for you guys keep yelling my name i'm just i'm trying to out your, I'm, 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 you know how fast he talks as uh, fast as he runs so <clears throat> we're like yo it's cool um we're just here for a bachelor party you are like the next big guy um, you know, we're just hanging out. We're not sober. And he's like, where are you guys going after this? I, I'll meet up with you guys. Where are you guys going after this? And we're like, um, we are going to help me out here. Clay. What is the Fourth bar live. that used, it used to be in, uh, four street live, but it, it used to be at the, uh, when you walk into the one entrance, it's right under the, uh, cowboy bar where you ride the bull. Um,
4: the PBR
1: is bar? It, it, it's right,
3: right underneath where PBR bar, but it's not there anymore. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not any help. I don't know anybody in the locals. Don't go to the of course. 45. You're not. Come They're on not. now. You know better. I yeah, know. I learned, go to we went to the, I learned
1: that <laughs> when we went to the Derby anyway. Um, Annie's maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so we go to whatever bar that it's is. OTR. And, um, uh, Sure shit, Billy Hamilton meets us there and proceeds to buy everyone um, a shot of Patron. And he's like, where are you guys going after this? "Uh, I don't know, Billy. Where are we going after this? I got a place. All right, so we end up at the strip club. And yep, we ended up at a strip club with Billy Hamilton.
2: That's Um, awesome. That's a great story. It is a great story.
1: I bought him a, I believe, if I can remember correctly, I bought him a cranberry and vodka. Um, And he bought the groom-to-be and his father, who unfortunately is no longer with us, um, he bought them each a dance. So it was a phenomenal night. Um, Billy Hampton just treated us right in his city. And, uh, Every stripper
2: there knew Billy. He's he's really nice. He's a really nice guy. I mean, like literally every time I've met him, I I did challenge him to a race. Um, He said that his contract wouldn't allow it. So um, your wife wouldn't allow it with that ankle. Hey, guy, that that story is
4: not told (laughs) a lot. That's for another podcast.
2: Yeah. I, I literally get in trouble every time you tweet something about that.
4: Oh, every anniversary?
2: <laughs> God, Ed.
4: Hey,
1: do you that guys... Was... That's, that's my favorite meeting a Red story. Um, more so, way more so than Ed
4: and Adam Dunn. Brett and Jeff, do you guys... Brett, sorry. Aaron and Jeff, do you guys remember my uh, my Dallas Latos story? Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't know if i should. <laughs> so, I... Um, yeah. So... so... My brother and I are going. <laughs> this is so sad. Uh, we're going to it the is. Reds game because it's uh, Matt Latos bobblehead night, and I wanted a bobblehead. And we're right um, in between the stadium and US Bank Arena, like right down there on the on the street. And this black uh, Ford Raptor pulls up alongside of me, and I was like, "Damn, that's a nice car." So I go take a picture of it because, you know, I take pictures of cars. Creeper. And the lady driving it uh, turns and looks at me, and I was like, "Oh crap, she caught me!" So I put my phone down and I just looked straight forward, and I'm like, "No eye contact." And actually, I That's knew it was the first time you got caught
3: taking a picture of someone's car. You can tell.
4: <laughs> uh, actually, I knew it was Matt Latos' truck. I just didn't know it was Dallas driving it. And so this is
1: also equally creepy. How did you even know that?
4: Because I knew he had a Raptor. No one, whatever. Anyways, so I get down to the stadium, and we walk to the stadium, and I'm in line. We to pick up our tickets at Will Call, and I look at my phone, and I have a text message from Aaron, and it says, "Please tell me she's not talking about you." And I said, "What are you talking about?" Then I open up Twitter, and there's Jeff. There's a there's a tweet from Dallas Latos, and Jeff has tagged me in it and said, basically almost the same thing, like, "Please tell me this wasn't you." And I look at it, and she t- she said to the fan who just took a picture of me taking a bite out of my granola bar or whatever it was, I hope you got a beautiful picture. So I I tweet back to Jeff and Aaron, and I'm like, yeah, that was that was definitely me. Um, I was trying to get a picture of the car, and I got a picture of her apparently, and I got ragged on that for years.
1: Ed's looking to sell some Matt Leto stuff, so
4: I got some stuff.
3: Oh, yeah? Maybe Dallas will buy it from you. Listen, Ed's going to go to the
2: grave with that shit. Ed's <laughs> just got, like, nine baseballs with bats and a helmet and a picture.
1: I hate that picture. Oh, I hate that Throw picture. Throw that, that away.
3: <laughs> Ed, my God. Hey, ne- next time we do this, I, I just want to sh- – Ed to show us all the shit he has down there and just how much of it's mad late Oh, dude,
4: there's all kinds of shit down here.
3: Eh? Uh, no, I, I don't want to see it right now.
4: Not right now. No. I've been wearing my late. 90s World Series that. ring all night. All right, so
1: does anybody who was... We've asked all of our questions. Does anybody actually have any questions they wrote down or that they came up with while we were doing
2: this? Uh I think we... Uh... Clay, you're a writer.
3: Come on, man. I think uh, I w- what? we're sitting about two hours of content right here. We're an 45 yeah. minutes,
4: yeah. This is a Joe yeah. Rogan show.
3: Yeah. I just, I, I, I'll save. I'll have some next time we do something like this. I'll come with some heat. I'm just mostly going to make fun of that. But
2: Good. whatever right. you
4: want Did you check this out, though? Oh, God. I thought you were. <laughs>
2: Oh, is that a banana phone?
4: That's the banana phone. It's a banana huh? phone. Signed by Marty. Signed by Marty. Whoa! Yeah, I
2: that? did stand in line to get a picture with Marty and uh in. Thank you. I, at, at one of the uh, Reds Fest, that was good.
4: I stood outside the players' garage to get that autographed.
2: And what happened the one time you
1: stood in the players' garage?
2: What? Get a,
1: with you, Parker.
4: That was the you time.
2: In
1: no, there was a weird time where you stood in Player's Garage and they told you to leave.
4: No. That mm-hmm. never happened.
1: Where Parker was, you, like, you were trying to get an autograph for Parker and they were like, no, that's for you. Like, no, man.
4: Oh, um. Here it is. Uh, Castillo wouldn't sign for me. <laughs> no, what? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah! Oh, yeah! All of a sudden, now you remember.
4: This is horribly embarrassing. Never mind. What
0: you talking about?
4: (laughs) I do. What I do remember about that is um, Parker was like three months old, and he's like, "Yo, it was last year." He was how old is my kid? Uh, He was five. Um, (laughs) No, but Clay's boy just drove right past me. I got a little boy sitting out here, five years old, trying to get autographs, and here comes it's Derek never for, you. Just never for you. running past, like speeding past us in a Audi R eight. Hell yeah, that's how he rolls.
2: I don't blame him. <laughs> did he have a? Did he have like a mustache just drawn on the uh, on the hood of it? No, big that would've been would be sweet. I do have actually a question. I, I did think about this at some point during the this entire thing. Um... And this goes all back to like when they bring baseball back this year, if in fact it comes back, do you think that they expand rosters for the for like the the duration of the season? I mean, if it comes, to, you are going to be playing double headers, like if they're you know, playing double headers all the time. Yeah, I think you like have. What do they? What do they expand it to? Thirty? Do they just go to like thirty players? And I mean,
4: I don't, Clay. You are you are the, um, the major league <laughs> uh, writer. Clay's like, thanks for the put me on the spot. Uh, yeah.
3: The only thing I've even heard of it would be that they would expand rosters. Um, The number, I don't really know, but it would be less than 30 um, or or less, but it would pretty much be um, due to the amount of games that they have to play trying to keep players healthy. But even then, I mean, all because you have 30 players does not mean that you're going to rotate them the way that you should. It means you have 30 to play, but if a manager realizes, oh, shit, like, what if we only have 100 games this year? Well, each game ca- counts more than when you have 162. Yeah, so why would right? you, even mm-hmm. though you have more players, why would you necessarily utilize them the way that the structured of having more players would, would be, if, the, if that makes sense? You know, if I have 100 games, I have to win, at, you know, fifty six games or something, you know, whatever the number may be. Why would I give this guy the day off even though I have more, you know, I have three first basemen now. Well who yeah. cares? I only want to use one because each game means so much. So well like, I would think that I would think that the rosters would expand more to pitchers. pitchers. Because you would well, need Yeah yeah. yeah. There there would be more pitchers. I, I just you know throw out an example of sure. how strategy would be used. It would probably be a lot of like um, as as so, Aaron said, you know pitchers, but then like late game subs, defensive subs, pinch runners—you know stuff to slow down the game that they want to avoid as well. So,
2: right, so you're going to extend the game for Yeah, It's
3: 22 with all this, yeah. But, fellas, that's about all the time I have tonight. I gotta, I gotta wrap it up. I have an early morning tomorrow. So do I, but it's right back here in this oh. seat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to go into work tomorrow.
3: So yeah, I to drive drive to Louis- I, I live in Lexington now. I just moved. so I actually have to drive to Louisville in the morning. So. That
4: sounds horrible living in Lexington.
2: It
3: is what it is. I
4: guess
2: <laughs> Lexington's a nice place. Yeah, it's fun. Well,
4: yeah. If you're thank
2: up. you, Clay.
4: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Ron.
1: Amir Garrett, we miss
4: you. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Amir Garrett did a short interview for me. Uh, real quick. Uh, I asked him what his favorite restaurant was in Cincinnati. He said Prima Vista. And I asked him what his favorite car was, and he said uh, Range Rover. So that's our interview with Those are Amir. the questions you asked? You're a terrible interviewer. Oh, I asked a lot more, but that's Amir. the only one to answered.
3: Amir Garrett did tweet during this, so we know he had time on his hands. But either way, uh, thanks, guys. It was fun as hell just coming on for two hours and bullshitting about baseball. Uh, I know we all miss it, but, I mean, I'll, I'll do this as often as y'all want to it's fun just you know coming in here bouncing ideas off each other about baseball structure then talking you know me- memories and just sitting around it's kind of like watching it's ne- the next best thing to watch the game. so i appreciate I, yeah. y'all this will
1: be the show
2: it was a lot of fun a lot of fun i enjoyed it
1: well i'm, I'm serious though hit me up on mlb the show on playstation because uh amir garrett, else hey
2: amir garrett has been playing in that players' tournament on Twitter. I know, I know. And I didn't even get to talk about it the the other day. Watch that. I didn't
1: even even get a chance to talk about the uh, the OOTP tournament that uh, uh, C-Trent was doing where it's like a live simulation and he's like helping somebody from the athletic do. Next time, Ed. Next time. Got it. All right. Well, for Ed and myself and Jeff and Clay and Ron, Say what you got to say before we say
2: goodbye. there, guys. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate Peace. you guys uh, putting uh, this together. Yeah, for sure. Anytime in the uh, future, just let me know. Jeff, thanks for keeping us safe, man. Do what I can.
4: Carol Baskins, her <laughs> husband. All
2: right. For that, we
1: are out. Peace. And thanks for keeping it weird. Peace.